Hi, welcome to Mind Like Water podcast, where we'll talk about things that are hard to examine but important to explore. I'm your host, Dion Umai, and today I'll be sharing my thoughts on unfair advantages. What are unfair advantages, you may ask? Well, we live in a time where there's enormous pressure to succeed, you know, to become successful. This pressure is usually amplified by social media these days. We are often told that success is directly proportional to hard work. That if you if you want to get anywhere, we have to put in 10,000 hours of work. But what if I told you that isn't the case? What if I told you successful people have unfair advantages that distinguished them from their competitors? And what if I told you that we all have our own unique set of unfair advantages that we can use to succeed in our own lives now a while ago i constantly found myself thinking and comparing my life to that of others i perceived as successful and most of the times i'd end up depressed feeling depressed and you know feeling sorry for myself but then i came across this book that actually gave me insights to for this particular episode and the book is titled the unfair advantages how you already have what it takes to succeed it was written by two entrepreneurs and investors ash ali and hassan kuba the book starts with the thesis life is unfair you see when we look at when we're looking at successful people they normally didn't get there with hard work they were usually other stuffs that played a great role like luck circumstances privileges and all those kind of things now the question that came to my mind while i read the book was that success however you define it is some sort of combination of fair play and unfair advantages fair play are things that we have control of let's take for example um we have a talent you know someone is let's say an athlete and he wakes up 5 a.m every day he works for over 12 hours a day you know those kind of nerdy stuff this is something that is easily replicable by anyone else like it's something that i can do something that you can do and so therefore this is a fair play something that if you put your mind to it anyone can actually do it but on the other hand let's take let's say that same athlete or talent have parents who are millionaires and they invested millions in his startup or in his early career now that is somewhat that's an unfair advantage in the sense that it's not easily replicable and it's not something that anyone else can just any random person can just have access to or can leverage okay so on unfair advantages aren't all about our strength they are also about our circumstances you know something that gives us an edge over our competitors something that cannot easily be replicable now let's take uh eva spiegel for example eva spiegel is the founder of snapchat but eva spiegel grew up in a multi-million dollar household in la like his parents they're great, great very good lawyers and they're very rich okay so he went to a very expensive private school in la which curiously enough was also attended by tinder's co-founder shinrad 
plus a host of a whole lot of um, Hollywood actors and actresses. Okay, and when he was younger, his parents reportedly got him and his sister private tutors that cost about $250 per hour. So, in other words, Evans was in a, and it was he was pretty rich and he had connection with a whole lot of people. Of course, he put in the work and that was why that is why Snapchat is a reality. But the people he had around him and the connection he had and the the privileges he had also played a vital role to his success. Now, imagine two identical applicants for a job. Let's say James and John. See, they have the same experiences. They have the same qualifications. The same, uh, the same everything. Okay, but James's brother is one of the interviewer. Now, among James and John, who do you think is most likely to get the job? Definitely James. Okay, but let's just take it a little bit further. Let's say there's a third person applying for the job. Let's say Andrew. What if Andrew's uncle owns the company? Now, amongst the three of them, who do you think is most likely to get a job now? Well, definitely Andrew. So you see, life isn't fair, but that shouldn't be an excuse to have a victim mindset to, you know, stop yourself from striving to achieve your goals. Hard work, perseverance, they are are required, that's a given. But however, success also comes from identifying and then leveraging elements which are outside your immediate direct control and these elements are your unfair advantages the subtitle of that book says how you already have what it takes to succeed see this on these unfair advantages aren't only for those who are rich and famous but for everyone we all have our own unique set of unfair advantages your fair advantage might be where you were born, who you know, the money you have. Equally, your fair advantage might can be your personal interests, your skills, you know, your talents or expertise, where you the experience you've you've lived that that gives you insights on how to solve problems you encounter in the future. So, your fair advantage can be a whole lot of things. Now, in order to identify these unfair advantages, Ash and Hassan came up with uh, a framework called called the miles. Okay, miles is spelled M-I-L-E-S. Now, M stands for money, I stands for intelligence and insights, L stands for location and luck e stands for education and expertise and s stands for status well i'll get to that in a sec but i just have to say the mouse framework was built on a foundation and that foundation is mindset you know that's that's really important like it's really amazing how having the right mindset can play a vital role in one's success you know, focusing on what you are grateful for in life can make you feel happier, less stressed and more focused, all without having to change your external circumstances at all. But <laughs> I'm not going to become the next world champion by just believing in it strongly. 
okay that's unrealistic but equally i if i don't believe i can do something in the first place i'm it's very unlikely i'm going to achieve it okay so now now you probably might have heard of carol dweck's idea of growth mindset and fixed mindset people with fixed mindset believe that they are born naturally to do some things and not others okay so when those kind of people when they fail they they just blame others and feel depressed themselves and just you know lock themselves away and all those kind of things but the growth mindset is the direct opposite so this this is when a person believes that all of life is fluid yes you can be bad at something you know, but it's only because you have not taken the time or given it the attention to get better at it. The growth mindset is perfectly encapsulated in the world yet. You know when you say stuff like, I can't code yet. I can't play a guitar yet. I mean, this goes to show that although you can't do that thing now, there's the, you have the capacity to spend time and work on it and you'll be able to achieve it but going too far in the growth mindset can also become a problem and it becomes unrealistic it's just like me saying um i'm not a grand chess grandmaster yet <laughs> that's that's actually unrealistic because i cannot be a chess i know i i probably have offended most of my anonymous fans that are rooting for me and thinking that ah, Gion, you're going to become grandmaster and all so i'm really sorry to boss you both guys i'm i'm not going to become a grandmaster <laughs> i'm not going to become a chess grandmaster you know it, it's it's different when people outside see you play chess and they don't really understand much about the game and maybe they see you playing somewhere you're stronger than or somewhere you are equivalent strength with and the, the way they see you play and they're like wow this guy's a genius this guy's probably the best chess player in the world and all, and all that but if you come into reality and come into the the chess world you find that that becoming a grandmaster especially in this side of the world is 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 very is is it's a very ridiculous task and most of the people you see out there that are grandmasters they started playing chess from quite an early age okay so it's, it's still good like me saying now nah, i i'm not a f- professional footballer yet i cannot be a professional footballer i don't even have to play by the first place or say i'm a, i'm not an astronaut yet like i'm not on the path to doing anything like astrology or something so that is it so ash and hassan came up with the reality growth mindset it's kind of like a tweak to the growth mindset thing okay said it but this is just a great way to say that if you want something badly enough it has the power to change you although this power has a limit though and that's where reality comes in into the growth minds reality growth mindset stuff Elements of realism, realism is important to your thinking. It is critical to know yourself because that self-awareness will make your path in life so much clearer. Becoming more in touch with your motivations, personality, your mindsets, all these allow you to understand and develop your unfair advantages. So moving back to Miles, where M stands for money money is the most popular unfair advantage there is that if you are born into a rich family it exposes you to privileges that others don't just take evan spiegel's case for example but what if you don't have money 
well unfair advantages are like double-edged swords not having money sometimes boosts up your creativity you know it gives you this burning flame in your belly that makes you want to succeed and it makes you more creative while on the other hand having too much money sometimes can make you lazy definitely in the course of our lives we've seen some rich kids that kids that are spoiled and they have no interest whatsoever to do anything significant with their life they just spend money go to club and all those kind of thing so that is it money can be a very strong unfair advantage it can just if, in fact, if you are born with money it's like 70 percent of your problem in this life is solved so moving on we have i which stands for intelligence and insight and a very good example are the collison's brothers see they, they co-founded stripe that became a multi-billion dollar payment processing company before either of them became 22. now these guys they were like born genius patrick was patrick collins collinson sorry invented his own programming language when he was 16. to show you how bright these minds are their minds were and in this life there are people that are just born gifted with they're just born genius we can't deny the facts every now and then we come back come we, we we see kids that just are exceptional the way they think the way they they do things it's just it's they are blessed so that can be a serious unfair advantage that you might have and you might not have now moving on to l which stands for location and luck location is very important being in the right place at the right time can be a very significant unfair advantage let's take uh, music in nigeria for example lagos state as we know is like the the main the home of music in nigeria and if you are a musician and you are born in places like calabar or you are in port harcourt delta if you are in any of these other states you find it very difficult to blow up in the industry because the the market the industry is based in lagos so if it's more easier for people who are already based in Lagos to be able to push their music career and the thing booms as fast as possible, unlike you that you are in other states. That's why most times you see all these musicians after they grow up to an extent, they move over to Lagos State because that's where the industry is. So that just shows how location is very important. But luck, on the other hand, I sort of think luck is <laughs> tricky because I, I feel it's also a fair play because we can improve our luck by exposing ourselves so we can some sort of manufacture locks lock for ourselves like there's there's a saying in chess that good players are always lucky but i, I strongly believe that luck is as a result of the fact that those players did what was necessary before that particular position yes they might have not seen the combination from start but they had improved their pieces they had played their pieces to good squares so the particular squares they are now that created a lock so Hassan Kuba also talks about it in the book he says take more action to do more things go to more events blog about your startup produce things and publish them get feedback put more stuff out into the world and the idea is the more we expose ourselves to things the more we have luck come our way 
now the next is e which stands for education and expertise going to a fancy school and getting a fancy degree can be somewhat of an unfair advantage you know it exposes you to a whole lot of people and a whole lot of things <laughs> though there's a common slang in saying in nigeria that says school has scam but, but school will be scam i mean if if you say that on the basis of say c mark zuckerberg he dropped out c bill gates he dropped out of school then you you're getting it wrongly so let's look at mark for example he dropped out of harvard harvard is literally one of the most prestigious universities in the world you should understand that he, 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 for him to be able to attend Harvard in the first place, that means he had a lot of privileges and unfair advantages that got him up to that place. And he knew how to code from sixth grade. That is like knowing how to code from primary six. Here in Nigeria, people who even read computer science, finish graduate, some of most of them don't even know how to code. And he started when he started Facebook. It was in Harvard. Firstly, it was just strictly for Harvard students, then it moved over to other prestigious universities and finally it was open for the, to the world. So going to university is an unfair advantage and it exposes you to a large network of people. Me personally, I know how many people I've, I've met and when I tell them I'm studying petroleum engineering in the University of Port Harcourt, it just creates an impression all of a sudden that I'm, I'm quite a smart person and that is an unfair advantage. Although at this point though, if you if you attend a federal university then dropping out might <laughs> well dropping out will be the way because sometime last week I saw a post. I don't know how authentic it is, child, but it say it has to say that the strike might that the federal government should call for a state of emergency on the education sector that the strike might go on for three to five years and i'm like <laughs> see these people so i think maybe this strike will go for like one year or two years then i'll i'll now when it when they resume i'll now go back to school to to do what <laughs> but anyways having a good education is a huge unfair advantage be it formal or informal but what if you don't have the privilege to go to university that is completely fine these days people are caring less of where you got your formal education but what you can do on the side and the skills that you have that you can bring to the table so usually unfair advantages or your values doesn't come from specific qualifications that we have although it can but more often than not these days it comes from our expertise and the skills that we have and these skills we can actually build them from you know youth watching youtube videos skillshare and a whole lot of online platform where you can develop anything that any skill that interests you and finally s we stand for status status is it's like it's, it's a real unfair advantage because it just gives you privileges that an average person won't get if you are born if you are Taylor's child if you are Taylor's son or daughter or you are Dangote's child I mean you'll be exposed to a life of a whole lot of privileges that just any other person can't if you're a prince if you are a king your status have great influence on your unfair advantages and also the people you know can also be an unfair advantage connection you have the people that are close to you can also be part of the things that boost your status and your unfair advantage but what if you don't have outer status in a book ash and hassan talk about how you can build your inner status 
which is confidence and self-esteem and these two things are really core because they irrespective of what the outer status is this your confidence and self-esteem really helps you boost up your unfair advantages so in summary being able to identify the unfair advantages you have is really important it enables you to leverage them to the best of your ability and this will play a vital role to your success so when we don't succeed we can think of the things that we don't have going for us we can fixate on the privileges that we don't have but when we do that we blind ourselves to the unfair advantages that we do have we blind ourselves to the competitive edges that we have we don't get to appreciate that whatever stage or point in life that we are there's always something to be grateful about and ash and as ash and hassan says in the book it's not about focusing on the negative it's about knowing the reality and leveraging the unfair advantages that we do have to help us live our best life so do do check out the book if you feel like feel like it and let me know what you think thank you so much if you listen to the end then you're a real mvp or vip <laughs> but thank you so much this is my very first episode and i know the thing might not be as great so please i would like to see your comments and tell me how i can improve or what you think and i would be really grateful to see your comments so thank you so much for listening see you next episode next weekend bye for now